You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. Ducks are very aggressive. Like I said, I expect more. Our group should expect more. Not good enough to deserve to lose. You think like the players are just going to get going. They... On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, baby! Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Let's do it. Sportsnet 960, the fan. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Today's the day. Today's the day. Dib, dib, dib. We made it, baby. Four months. 20 weeks. 140 days. Over 3,340 hours. Over 200,000 minutes. Mm, Yes. Over 12 million seconds. Wow. That's math. Since the Calgary Flames lost in overtime to the Edmonton Oilers in oh. Game 5. Mm. But now it's it's the season opener tonight against the Avalanche down at the Dome. We'll have it for you, of course, right here on Sportsnet 960. Uh, and your chance to win tickets to the game tonight, too. <gasps> what? Which We're is, just giving away a couple tickets? Yeah, that's super cool. I just uh, We just haven't determined how we should give away said tickets. Mm, yes. Yes. I do like the caller route because it actually it makes like there's effort to call in. Yeah, like, you I know have to pull over, plan I, what you're gonna say. Yeah, I know the guys at the other side of the wall uh don't like maybe taking calls as much because it's a lot of work for them. They scurry. Yeah. Like they're, they're, there's always a lot of running going on on that side. <laughs> but I, I do like people taking the effort instead of, you know, just shooting a text. Like, yeah, you suck. Like that's the grammar's all off because yeah. you did voice to text. The spelling's terrible. Yeah, I like the effort. Now I'm just wondering how we should give away the tickets to the Flames game tonight. Any ideas? Any thoughts? I like whiteboarding stuff well, because I know. because there's no such thing as a bad idea when we have a <laughs> brainstorming session. Producer Patrick, do you have anything on what we should do? Ooh, I was thinking about this last week because we got the blink tickets as well. So yeah, eight thirty. Yeah, so it was like, is there options? Like, oh, you want the blink tickets? You want the flames tickets? And then like, or is it separate? That's the thing. You got to keep separate. Separate. Hmm. I'm thinking we do it separate. Yeah. Okay. Ah, I mean, I I love, I love trivia. I love just hilarious trivia. Doesn't even have to be sports related. Mm. But it has to be some sort of flames. Maybe flames related. Maybe like, like, uh, we got. Maybe some. I don't know. Yeah, some Avalanche Flames trivia from the past. They've got some history. Like the bold takes would have been that would have been a nice place to. Yeah, that would have been great there. for tickets. I'm looking at Frank Cervalli. Yeah, coming up later on in the show. Yeah, that's a nice little spot for it. I'm looking at Anthony Stewart coming up a little later on in the Love show. That's a nice Stewie. spot on it. So I'm thinking this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we do it uh, right around Brody on the beat at 7:45. All right. Before Stewie. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. We give away Flames tickets so people I can like hang that. out and listen to... No pressure, Alex, on your segment. <laughs> no pressure. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. I, I don't feel pressure. Okay, good. I mm. eat pressure for breakfast. Pressure is just for tires. Pressure is just give for up tires. A three, and then I give up three runs in the first. So uh, Alex went out on the streets of Calgary, the beautiful streets of Calgary, the sunny streets of Calgary yesterday. They were beautiful, yeah. He, ta- sure. he talked to, you know, the real hardcore... Fans. He talked to the people of Calgary mm. about their Flames viewing ritual. How do they watch the Flames games? So I think we should give away the tickets during that segment so people tune in and pay attention. So we'll have that. We can have how all of these individuals out on the street list and maybe uh, take a few calls and get some thoughts on uh, how some of our listeners are doing it as well. I know we're going to do it a little later, too. But yeah. Heaps of tickets to give away. Big show today. Uh, large show, very large show. Um, get those texts rolling in right away. Nine sixty, nine sixty. Name and location. Um, what's your flames watching ritual? How do you watch the flames? Like, what's your jam? Do you have specific people? Do you watch it with? Do you have a specific beverage you like to enjoy? Mm. Do you sit on a certain spot on the couch? Do you yeah. avoid people to watch the game with because they aggravate you or they talk too much and you just want silence while you're watching the game? We'd love to hear how you enjoy the Calgary Flames. Because tonight's going to be a big game. 
against the defending Stanley Cup champion Avalanche, who whipped uh, the Blackhawks last night, and playing on the back end of a back-to-back, although the Flames have this ridiculously long uh, home-opening losing streak, which is actually quite impressive when you think about it. It was like their streak in Anaheim. Well, they couldn't win in Anaheim yeah. for years and years and years. Um, we want to hear from you. 960-960, name and location. Uh, you you kind of talked about it, Maddie. Big, big show for us. Um, Frank Saravalli, NHL insider at the Daily Faceoff at 7 o'clock. We'll give you our NFL big bets. We'll take a little a little respite from the NHL at uh, 7.30 because we got a sponsor and it's Sports Select and they want us to talk about football betting and we'll do that. And we have another uh, just very rare hockey card to give away. Mm. I, I don't want to say it's at like the Honus Wagner Mickey Mantle level, but it's close. Uh, your chance to win that hockey card coming up when you try it's, to ride one of these ponies. It's real good. Yeah, I've 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 seen the card myself. Yeah, and the photo, such great flow. Yep, that's all I want to say. Great hockey. I, I don't want to give it away because a legendary. Everyone's player. gonna guess it, so yeah. I don't want to give it away with any more hints. Uh, Brody on the beat. I mentioned it. Uh, where our technical director Alex Brody went out on the road on the streets of Calgary to to get a sense on how how Flames fans watch games. Anthony Stewart from the NHL on Sportsnet, former National Hockey Leaguer, and of course, uh, your chance to win Blink-182 tickets at 8.30. And we want to hear from you. You got to call in to win the tickets. That's what we've been doing all week. I think it's fair. I think it puts a little more effort. Yep. So, uh, And apparently, according to Blink-182, Tom DeLong, the lead singer, goes, this is the best album we've ever made, their new album. That's what he said. So you have, you have a chance to win uh, Blink-182 tickets. It's all the way in June, but that's fine, because at least you know, you know, save the date. Uh, at least you're saving the date for uh, Blink-182. We'll do that. Uh, speaking of save the date, uh, we got the invite. Uh, by the way, I'm stunned. There's actually a, a Christmas party here. This is new. This okay. is returning. First of all, uh, being from Southern Ontario, mm-hmm. and please, I'm not. Okay, real, real quick. There's two things I want to talk about before I talk about this. Number yes. one, I uh, went out for drinks with Pat Steinberg last night. Yes. Lovely gentleman. Yes. Uh, I almost had to I almost had to slap him, assuming that I was from the GTA or Toronto, and I had to correct him like three times. I go, Pat, I'm not from Toronto. I'm from Niagara Falls, the Niagara region. Niagara George. Yeah, thank you. Not Toronto George. Niagara George. My man, Derek Wills. The voice of the flames. He's from Niagara. We're not from Toronto. Even he said the GTA yesterday. I'm like, oh, I almost corrected him. I'm like, that's not the GTA. <laughs> but you held it's back. The Niagara region. I did. Um, when I used to work uh, for the Fan 590 in Toronto, if we had a Christmas party, you bet your ass it was never called a Christmas party. It was called a <laughs> holiday. <laughs> it was called a holiday party. So when I saw the invite, save the date, Christmas party for Calgary Media, I'm like, wow. Christmas party here. Yeah. I was shocked. I'm yeah. not used to that. Um, I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah, sure. Because you're not used to that. No. Oh, see, you don't live in that world. So I was like, wow. So it's going to be on a Friday night. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's in December. December yep. 9th is a good spot. It's Great essentially going to be Sportsnet Radio Prom because it's formal. Maybe I'll get you a corsage. Oh, yeah? Are you bringing your significant other? Can, are you allowed to? I have no idea at this point. I, I simply agreed yes to the invite. and uh, Right. Okay, and so I, here's... I Maybe. She, is she listening right now? No, she's not No, listening. God, no. I, no. Would you have more fun if she sat at home? Or you know, more fun if she's there with you? I don't know if there's really a difference. It's different types of fun, no, I think. No, but no, like Maddie. the thing is... Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Of course there's a difference. Because if she, this is, let, let me just, let me just. Bury me? No, I'm not, I'm not burying. If she, if she's there with you, you have to worry about her. Is she having a good time? Is she talking to people? You can't be a social butterfly and float around the room. Or just talk to like the people at our radio station. Yeah. And you know, like a few people in this building. If she's there with you, right? It, it, she knows a few people though. So I think she'd be good. Like, you know, we and her met in broadcasting school. At Mount Royal, so there's actually a few of our compatriots who work in the building, so I think she might be able to know a few people. But the problem is, you're still worrying about if she's having a good time or not. Yeah, probably. Now, what is the appropriate level of drinks you can consume? Me? 
when when is it okay to have the green light to do some shots? <laughs> because I'm a shot guy, especially yeah. at a Christmas party. Yeah, see, I, and I want to get a little lubed up. I don't want to be like, hey, uh, I don't know if Art's going to be there. Art, buy us <laughs> around. Like, I don't know if that's going to Art's going to make the trip in? I guess. Or like in sales. Like yeah. some of the salespeople. Where's my dinner? I thought we were going for like stuff like that. Yell it. No, I don't want to get to that level. But you got to have a few drinks at a Christmas party. I'm oh, not saying lampshade sure. on the head Christmas party. But I'm just saying like you got to have a few drinks and get a little lubed up for the Christmas party. And then my plan was get a little lubed up and then maybe go t- tickle the felt and play some blackjack if there's a casino nearby. That's my plan for the Christmas party. Well, there's and always then, a casino nearby if you. Well, in, yeah, it's Calgary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then like our our boys over here. I'm sure, I don't know if they're going, but it'd be nice if they went. And then we can all sit together like a pack of wolves, mm. and then just have a lot of drinks that night. Nobody can drive. I don't like honestly. Like uh, I feel bad about this. No, I, I know Alex has mentioned he has a girlfriend. I think he did that yesterday. I have no idea if Patrick Dumont is single or has somebody in his oh, life. Oh, we single, bro. Okay. <laughs> Hey, ladies, he's Real available. Single. And when you got a name like Patrick Dumont, Dumont, how can't, how can't you be? So I think <laughs> I, I, I think we I think we're gonna have a fun time. So I'm gonna have a few drinks at the Christmas party. Yeah, and it's a Friday night. We don't have to wake up early in the morning. Mm-hmm. I think we got to let loose. I'm oh, just saying, we will. And just a roundabout way of me saying is, you'll probably have a better time if she's not there. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what you're getting at. Um, yeah. I don't know. I like I okay. the thing is for me like it's pretty like she understands the, the gambit. She's she's been around for 5 years at this point. She knows what she's gotten herself into. Right. Um so I don't know if there's anything that I would do at a work Christmas party that would really push it over the edge. So I'm not worried about it in that sense. Honestly, what I'm more worried about is you and shots because that's not how I roll at all. Never ever not my cup of tea. Anyone who knows me and has ever been out with me knows I do not like doing shots. But I can put away like a dozen beer, no problem. You see, um, first of all, I have no beer tolerance. Yeah. But shots wise, mm. let's go. Yeah. So you're going to have no choice but to do shots that night. Well, you're going to have no choice to drink beers. Oh, great. Night. I'm going to be super hungover. There we go. I uh, got a text in. Please attach your name and location. Uh, had to call it a holiday party in Ontario so nobody can get offended. Yeah, I know. That's literally why I talked about it. Sir or madam, you should be <laughs> should be solving thank, crime in this you. city of Calgary. Whoa, Sherlock how, Holmes listening how, to the program. How you how you gumshoot that one together? Yeah, I know that was totally the point. I said it without saying it. That'd be sleuth. I know, like that's literally why I talked about it. That's Inspector Gadget right there. Um, hockey Yo. last night was a lot of fun. Watched a lot of games. Yes. Uh, Pat Steinberg and I were watching the Oilers and Canucks game last night. Thanks to Vancouver for blowing a 3-1 lead for me when I bet them on the money line. Uh, oh. Yeah, thanks for the Seattle Kraken blowing a 4-2 lead uh, while I bet them on the money line last so night, So much too. better than the Ducks in that game. Bad beats last night. Uh, and uh, the Leafs lost their opener to Gold Caulfield. And the Habs last night. That and top line was cooking. When uh, Maddie and I, uh, we've been golfing a couple times. And on the way home, the last time we golfed, Maddie was uh, doing his fantasy hockey draft, guys. And I'm like, make sure you draft Cole Caulfield. He's probably going to score 40 this season. And guess who? Playing I with Marty St. Louis. Looking down at my roster going, yes. Cole Caulfield last night. Uh, I think my favorite thing about last night was uh, Leafs coach Sheldon Keefe going, <laughs> that's unacceptable. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? the first game of the season from a guy who's on thin ice going that's unacceptable okay we'll really lay down the that's it i can't believe that happened last like, night. like was he gonna say that after the after the monahan goal to go up three two or was it after the four three goal where he finally said it was unacceptable like i wonder i wonder where where what what tipped him over the edge as far as um dropping unacceptable which you know, I'm I'm a kind of a believer that if you're a coach, you know you can't you can't like reuse recycle these type of things over and over for the course of the year. So if you drop unacceptable on game one of the season, that's the standard now, right? Yeah. So it, it, yeah, I don't love it. Really didn't love it. Yeah. Um. Montreal looked 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 good. Like the not awful. So you and I talked about this before we jumped on the air. Mm-hmm. You're saying that I don't think they're too bad. I think, you know, you're saying hey, the roster's pretty good. You know, maybe they'll be competitive because, you know, obviously the goal is to get Connor Bedard, right? Mm-hmm. But when you have... They're not that bad. 
when you have Weidman as your number one quarterback on the power play, that, to me that doesn't scream winning. <laughs> like you, you can tell me all day about Suzuki and Caulfield and Anderson how that top line looked good. And if you're a Flames fan watching that game last night, you're like, oh, Josh Anderson Ooh, wow. looked really sexy last yeah. night. Scored that winner. Oh, what a snapper too! And what an egregious giveaway by Jake Muzzin. Whoa. It's not like he's been in the league a couple of years. What a shift for him. Oh my god! Oh. And he even had a breakaway. Talk about what's the over-under on breakaways for Jake Muzzin this season. 0.5. Had one last night. Hit the didn't over, score. But man, did he, he threw a pizza up the middle, and then Josh Anderson buried it. Is that is that a guy right away when you watch that game last night? Because clearly if he's healthy, and that's his number one issue because he gets banged up with his style of play. Yep. But a guy that big who's got that great of a shot speed, and skates that fast, he would be the and the only the only negative to him, he has some term left on his deal. But you want to talk about a perfect fit for the Flames top six? Josh Anderson's that guy. Except for the five years at five and a half. But I totally agree. Like everything that I saw yesterday, I went, yeah, hmm, that would be nice. That would be really nice. But that's the thing. It's everything that you see in those kind of games when he's healthy. And, you know, it's being dependable and being a guy that you can count on and, and, getting through the playoffs and all that type of stuff as well. And 28 years old, five more years at five and a half. That's not terrible. It could be worse, but this team already has a lot of kind of long-term contracts really? for some guys that have some... Like yeah. I, know, I know Huberto's here for a couple of years. Huberto got like a jail sentence <laughs> contract with the Flames. Nine years! He's here for nine more years. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And they're like, whoa, don't touch Josh Anderson. He's got five years left. Watch out. Be 33 years old, and I understand why they did it. The trade, I get all of that. I, I totally understand it. But when you hear nine years left on his deal, mm -hmm. it's a little jarring. Oh, when you hear that number. Is it more jarring to hear that nine years? Or for me, I find it kind of jarring that the fact that Taves and Kane are finally in the final year of their 10-year contract. Yeah, because when they signed that, I was like, well, those will never end. Yeah. Like, I, 10 years no, yeah, from now? That's a what great is point. that going to mean? But, but I always love when like fans, and again... I don't know why they do this, and here's another one of my takes that uh, people agree or disagree with. Mm. I don't understand uh, why we do this in Canada as hockey fans. I don't understand why media fans are so obsessed with comparables. It does not matter. Why, oh, this guy makes, you know, $5 million. He can't make more than that guy. Mm. Why? Like, look at the NBA, Major League Baseball, and the NFL. It's when you sign your deal and you maximize the most amount of money you can get because you have a ton of leverage. That's what it is. I don't understand why we're so obsessed with comparables in hockey. It's dumb. Like, Nathan McKinnon will be the highest paid player in the league next season. So what? Good for him. Is he the best player in the league? No. Did he sign his deal at the right time? Yes. So who cares about comparables? I don't like comparables. It makes no sense. Like, I know, yeah, oh, you can use that in negotiation, and it's a hard cap. But if you're able to get the most amount of money from the team or free agency, go out there and get it. Stop obsessing about comparables. Like, these guys are out there to make as much bank as possible. And it's the only league that does it and cares so much about it. You think baseball cares? You think the you think fans are like, oh, I can't believe the Jays gave Kikuchi three years at $33 million. Good for Kikuchi for grabbing his bag at $33 million and stupid on the Jays for signing that guy when he only had one half season when he was an all-star. And then he went completely in the tank with the Mariners last year. But sure, it's why are we, why is hockey fans and media so obsessed with comparables? I don't get it. Well, the things that I find tough when it comes to comparing different players in the NHL is a lot of people will be like, oh, this guy's a winger, right? Or, or he's a forward. And I find that, you know, one of the exercises that Daily Faceoff's doing right now is they're kind of putting players into different archetypes. So they might be forward, they might be defensemen, but they fit into different groups as far as types of players. And by that merit, you can't compare a Josh Anderson to a Kevin Fiala. Yes, they're both wingers. Yes, both can play either wing. But they're completely different players in their age, in how they play the game, what they bring to the table, those type of things. Yeah. So, like, I understand because it's a talking point and it's that armchair GM type of stuff. Oh, why is he getting paid this when it should have been this? Like, it, it, it becomes almost a grading metric, something that people can actually put, like, a, a bona fide, quantified number to. Right. 
So that's why they do no, it. I know I understand it, but obviously it's a flawed system. Because yes, you, I'm right you look at him. somebody like Seth Jones. The reason why he got all that money is because of the position he plays. Yes. Much like in the NFL, quarterbacks get paid the most because it's a premium position. It's the most important position. I understand all of that. It's just this comparing this player to that player, it's so flawed. And it does not matter. Like, it doesn't really matter. Connor McDavid is underpaid. Yeah. He's underpaid. Austin Matthews is underpaid. Like, you're talking about the elite of the elite, and I understand it's a hard salary cap, but this notion that you can't pay that guy because this guy makes X number of dollars is stupid to me. It's when you sign your deal. It's when you have the most amount of leverage. Just relax who makes all this money. What do you think about when teams do it, though? Because, like, previously when Mark Giordano was here, this team had the internal salary cap where it almost felt like, Okay, we'll sign these guys to more deals, like when Gaudreau needed his extension and Monaghan needed his extension, but they weren't going to get more money than Mark Giordano. Okay, but but there's a great example of a guy who took a hell of a lot less money to stay in Toronto. So what's the comparable for that? Well, if Gio took less yeah, money, exactly. you should take less money. Yeah, but then yeah, like, again, like it's just a roller coaster that you'll never yeah. win. That's what I'm trying to tell it's you. Just back and forth all yeah. the time. You yeah. can give me a million examples, and I can come back with you with a million examples. Exactly. He just signed a team friendly deal. Great for him. But that doesn't mean I want to sign a team friendly deal. 100%. So now, yeah. Austin Matthews signed a five year deal because he views himself as an NBA type player where he just wants to maximize the most amount of money he can make every five years. By the way, did you did you catch the 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 pregame of that? Uh no, I did okay. not. I had So no. Colby Armstrong uh interviewed Austin Matthews. Yes. And asked him about playing in his hometown. If you haven't seen this clip, you want to look at how uncomfortable Austin Matthews was. <laughs> like his face is like, I can't believe you just asked me this question. Wow. When in front of I've the already cameras, addressed Colby. this. Yeah. Like, yeah, great. We're buddy, buddy, Colby. I can't believe you just asked me this question. It's awesome. Like his face is like, <laughs> oh God. Because it starts off with like, oh, you're a mustache guy now. Hey, eh, yeah. Austin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so jokey. <laughs> And then all of a sudden it goes to like, so you want to play in Arizona one day? Oh, uh, maybe not the question. Why don't we go back talking about my mustache? <laughs> like it was awkward. I, by the way, if there's one thing in life I love mm. is awkward. Oh, yeah. Those moments of awkward. I thrive in awkward. I love it. So did you ever go back and watch the opening monologue from Chris Rooney, the entire thing? Because that was awkward as all hell. Oh, no. Well, yeah. We, we played it on the yeah, show yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was no ref speech yesterday. I was upset. I was hoping for a Wes McCauley diatribe. Like, it's just, why Why do they have to do that, too? Why? No, it's all weird. Like, it's who, all strange. Like, does the NHL think that's good for the brand? I want to know you who know, came up with yeah, that idea. No, like, is somebody in the league office going, you know, it'll be good. And again, <laughs> there's no such thing as bad ideas in brainstorming, hence why I try to brainstorm uh, how we can give away flames tickets, yeah, and yet we haven't job. figured yeah. we haven't figured it out yet. Mm-hmm. Who in the NHL office said you don't know, be a great idea? <laughs> we <laughs> hear me out here. Um, I think uh, this feels like a late Friday afternoon before everybody was going to take off for the weekend. Yeah, I think we should have our referees talking about how great the season's going to be. Oh, it's a great idea. When right before they drop the puck, they're oh always my, they're always so it. good at talking. Why don't we get them on the mic? Yeah, yeah that great. never goes wrong. It's like. Yes. Uh, good luck to everybody. Let's get after it. Could, Another season of hockey. It's going to be the best. Could this be any better? Yeah, this is the best. Let's go, boys. Let's get <laughs> after it. And then he drops the puck. Well, if you're not jacked up over that, I don't know. You, th- you think be, I don't think we'll get a speech in tonight's game. No, I, I don't, don't know who's don't officiating know. the game, but I don't think we're getting a speech tonight. Maybe the playoffs will get it a little bit, but I... I... I don't think it's going to be a thing moving forward. Can I say how secretly I'm rooting for uh, the Flames to name a captain in pregame? Just to say, like, I can't believe you called that. It's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, you want to. Yeah, it's always nice to pat yourself on the back once in a while. But I'm like, I think that'd be so like how and it electric, would be cool. How electric would the dome be if all of a sudden they name a cap? And now you're captain of the Calgary Flames. And then he. Number. Yeah. People will go bananas. Wait, who's not on the ice yet? Who's not on the ice yet? Yeah. Because they'll go through the numbers, right? Like the way the Habs did it yesterday, which, by the way, my goodness, did that take 45 minutes? Like, can... Okay. <laughs> being, a, being a Habs fan, mm-hmm. and again, please, okay, just... Uh, you know I like to splash around in the pool of truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little pump. I'm not a Leafs fan. Those I'm Habs a, fans. I'm so tired of the stupid torch. I'm so tired of the ceremonies. <laughs> Why don't you just win something? 
<laughs> instead of just rehashing everything from the past. They haven't won anything since 1993. Okay, they won the Clarence Campbell Trophy, which was cool because they've never won that trophy when they went to the Cup Final two years ago. But I'm tired of the the the, the, the torch and all the... They do a great job of doing all these ceremonies, but it's getting a little tired. It's like when the, when the Blue Jays always keep trotting out the 92 and 93 team. I go like... We get it. Yeah. Like, even next year is going to be, oh, it's the 30th anniversary of Joe Carter's home run. Let's have the boys out again. And, like, all of a sudden, you know, like, oh, there's Paul Molitor, who, by the way, has the hairiest arms I've ever interviewed. Oh, right on. Yeah, even when he played, he had hairy arms. Yeah, he, like, you could lose a chicken wing in that thing. But I'm tired of all the, Mm. all the, like, pomp and circumstance when it comes to the halves. Enough already. Do you like, know what I hated the most was when they were trotting the scratches out down the hallway. That took forever. Yeah. That was uncomfortable for everyone. I, Probably Jonathan Drouin the most. Does anybody like pregame for the season to start? I find it, like, I think it's strictly for people that are in the building. And even then, it, it's got to be snappy. It's got to be quick. Like, the Avalanche one was probably shorter than the Habs, and they raised a banner. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, and what did Montreal do last year? Uh, finished dead last in the league. Yeah. And they were terrible. They did. Was that a goodbye for Carey Price? I think so. They he was wearing like that a... sharp uh, fedora there. The cowboy hat? Yeah. He looked uh, He looked good. But he did look yeah, good. Yeah, he, again, he's dealt with so many injuries, yes. and I don't think they're upset that he's on long-term injured reserve. And a lot of people talk about Carey Price's contract. Oh, I can't believe you paid him. They had no choice. They had to give him that he deal. He was the best goalie in the league, and it wasn't right. close. And they couldn't let him walk in free agency. No. But at the same time, in the NHL, you can't win if you're paying a goalie $10 million. CC Florida Panthers. Yeah, it's very tough. It's very tough to win when you're paying your goaltender that much money. Real quick, too, before we go. Uh, I saw this story yesterday, mm. and I almost fell off the couch. Off the couch? I couldn't believe that the fans of Calgary get treated to something. So if you're going to the game tonight down at the Dome, (laughs) I can't believe this. The first 5,000 fans, ages plus 18 and over, will receive one complimentary domestic 14-ounce draft beer. Like, that happens here? They hand out free beer to the Flames? Yes, we do. We certainly do. And I tweeted out, MLSE would never do that. (laughs) I went to an Argos game. We bought a round of beers. Seven beers. It was $140 (laughs) for seven beers at an Argos game. Yeah, we got the giant tall boys. It was $140 for seven beers. That's too much, George. That's a lot of money. You give out free beer. Uh, and I know, yes, I know. They're called heroin beers now. I get it. Yeah, Maybe yeah, we yeah. stay away from that. Dome foams. Yeah, I, I get it. They're super potent. And uh, there's that myth that apparently the higher you sit at the dome, <laughs> the more, because I don't, what's the science behind that? Oh, the more drunker you get because of the, no. <laughs> I can't believe that they're handing out beers to people for free. Number one, has this ever happened before? Enlighten me. Number two, what's the lineup going to be like? Number one, I'm not, I don't remember them doing this any years recently, but obviously we had the pandemic as well. Number two, I think that this is a part of getting rid of the line because have have you been, yeah, we were outside Cowboys. We went there the other day. There is a lot of construction just north and east of the casino right now that if people are driving down to the dome, it is going to be an absolute nightmare trying to get in there. And I think that this is a little bit of a, Hey, try and come early, try and try and get, be the first 4,000 people. Mm-hmm. That way more people are in their seats by the time they start the ceremony and all that jazz, because it is going to be a go- Like if you're planning on driving down tonight, give yourself an extra 30. It's going to be a gong show. going to be an S show. So, now that 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 makes me want to ask you, what would you rather do? Wait in traffic or wait in a very long free beer line? See, here's the thing though. Okay. What if you don't have to do traffic? What if you're smart? You take transit early, mm. find one of the nearby pubs, couple of pops. Yeah. And uh I hope none of our fine uh, uh enforcers of the law are listening, but Grab a couple of road pops from a liquor store. 
Okay. Or they'll walk over to the dome. Put them in a brown paper bag. Put them in a brown paper bag. Doesn't look conspicuous at all. Or like Daryl Sutter said last year, you just throw the Mickey in your boot when we had him on for <laughs> one of our interviews. Yeah. When uh, Back when you couldn't drink in the Saddle Dome because it was COVID. Okay. And just, <laughs> just, we don't have to get into that. Just but. for the kids last night, uh, just for the kids uh, listening, uh, it's very easy. You just buy like a bottle, like a, a 600 mil bottle of Coke. Uh-huh. You pour out half of it <laughs> and you pour the other half. With your favorite libation. <laughs> Bingo. Like, that's all you got to do. That hard. Bob's your uncle. Oh, There's you're a, drinking a pop? Listen, sure am. We've got heaps of alternate routes here. Yeah. But that is my Don't recommendation. Don't drive. And then, and then take you, public transit. Hoof it. Yep. Because I guarantee that walking is going to be quicker. I, I'm, I even wonder about Ubering. I'm like, you probably want to pick like an apartment on the cloud trail as your drop off because... Once you get into that parking, then you're just going to be trapped in an Uber. And then you're going to strand the poor guy in all that traffic because yeah. you're just going to get out and leave him, no doubt about it. I just I just know that there is zero chance that would ever happen at any sporting event in Toronto. That would never happen. Blue Jays, they do loony dogs at the Jays game, which is great. <laughs> but free beer, yeah, free beer at Raptors, Blue Jays, or Maple Leafs. Hell, or Toronto FC or the Argos, 140 for seven beers at the Argos game. Held to the no, they would do that. So I tip my cap to the Calgary Flames organization for handing out the free beers. Uh, we got a busy show. Uh, we want to hear from you, 960, 960 on the text line. How do you watch the Flames? What's your Flames watching ritual? How do you do it? 960, 960 on the text line. Uh, the Rose Report is straight ahead, and I'm sure we'll touch on. That's unacceptable. Sports at 960, the fan. You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's The Big Show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. I'm calling an audible. Omaha! Calling an audible. So instead of Brody on the beat at 745... Where our technical director, Alex Brody, went to the beautiful streets of Calgary to ask uh, Calgarians, uh, how do you watch the Flames? What's your Flames watching ritual? We're going to move that to 8.30. Sounds like he was mildly harassed. Yes. Which, well, we, we expected that. We were hopeful of that. Yes, we were. Um, so we're going to move him to 8.30 and your chance to win Flames tickets at 7.45. Tickets to the opener tonight. Two of them. Like, you can go tonight for free. Two of them. For free. For free. Like, seriously. It's waffle fries. Yeah. Uh, and you can, if you, you're there early enough, you get a free beer, too. Yes, sir. So your chance to win Flames tickets, but you got to call in. Two of them. That's the only caveat in all of this. you got to call in. Because I, I like watching Patty Dumas, our producer, just frustratingly <laughs> use the phone system here. And he's all like, <sighs> okay, yeah, just, just get Earl on no, what's, from what's Lethbridge. Your na- no, I like, need your name, bro. You're not talking to the host yet. Come on. Yeah. And then it pops up on the screen, and it's just a big S show back there. But we're going we're gonna to take calls, and that's how we're going to give away Flames tickets. Can't and I got wait. a little, little, little fun game to play, too. Oh. So I, we got to so test your brain. you don't just call in willy-nilly. It's no. not like, oh, call or nine. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm here. Call or nine right now. I'm here for the, the tickets. Yeah, no. It's not going <laughs> to do that way. Uh, top of the uh, next hour, Frank Saravalli. NHL Insider Daily Faceoff and uh, our NFL Big Bets. Got to have some picks uh, yep. where you can win another incredible piece of sports memorabilia. But first, uh, we got a Rose Report this thing, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Oh boy, pitter patter, lads. We at the start of the flame season. Called a race, you called a marathon, you called whatever you want, but it is a start. Plus, we had a busy Wednesday slate to dive into. Week six of the NFL begins with the Commanders and the Bears. Yeah. Was that a bear? That was a snore. Oh. That, that looked like that, that that sounded like sleep apnea written all over it. Yeah, that guy needs a machine. He needs a CPAP. Yeah, he forgot it at home. My buddy has a CPAP. Oh, really? I go, hmm. I go, you're such a lady killer with that mask on. <laughs> but again, it's not, it's serious stuff. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. No, you got to get your sleep. Oh, yeah. I, I might end up on one of those one day. Oh, really? Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I don't Are you want... a snore? Yeah. Okay. That's no good. Not good. 
You know what uh, helps for snoring? Losing some LBs. It does. No, I, I, I know that. Yeah, it's just they were when I was young. They were like, you get sleep apnea. If you get, you get chubby. You're donezo. Oh, really? They, who, who told you that? Well, they, that wasn't the verbiage. They okay, had a little right. bit better tableside manner than that. Okay. But you know, I read between the lines. That's yeah. what I took from it. Okay, well, that's unfortunate. And I've continued to have a terrible diet and diet and work out every once in a while whenever okay. I feel fit. So whatever. Also, there were ducks at the baseball game. Ducks are very aggressive. I don't know that. I don't. Very aggressive. So let's just talk about the flames already, okay? My goodness, okay. I'm not that fat, George. No, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't shame you in any way. <sighs> uh, I had some football stuff. Oh, I had lots of football stuff because you you skimmed over. No, we got. I'll get to. Well, oh, I'll okay, get to right, that. Right. That was like my intro line where I tell you what's coming up in all the right. morning report, and then later on, it's my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only what our seventh show together. Here's Daryl on opening night. You think like the players? They just want to get going now, right? They, they you know, they've been through the sixty-player training camp and the split squads and the practices, and they just want to get going. It's. it's now you can start. So you can call it a race, you can call it a marathon, you can call it whatever you want, but it is a start. But it is a start. Uh, Jacob Markstrom missed practice Wednesday with illness. We'll monitor that at Morning Skate. Pat Steinberg will have all your updates on Twitter. As for what the lines looked like at that practice, Hubert Lindholm to Foley, the top line. Dubé, Kadri, Mangiapane. Coleman, Backlund, and Lewis. And then Lucic, Rooney, and Richie. Noah Hannafin and Rasmus Anderson, Mackenzie Weger on the left side with Chris Tanev, and Nikita Zadorov on the left side playing with Michael Stone with Adam Rzichkin and Connor Mackey as the extras. I'm really looking forward to watching Toffoli. I, th- I think there's a lot of attention on him playing on that top line on the wing. Mm-hmm. And I think what what's the sample here before they might have to potentially mix things up? 10 games? 15 games? Well, and the question is, how are you mixing it up? What is your alternate plan? Is it a bump to Mangiapane, or is it an aggressive, aggressive search to the market and seeing if anybody's ready to move a winger already? But then where does Toffoli fit in all of this? Well, then you bump him down and... To where? Third line? Well, you bump him down to two. Dubé goes back with Backlund and Coleman and take Trevor Lewis out of a third-line role. But that second line with Dubé, Kadri, and Mangiapane has looked really good. It has. Their forecheck has been fantastic so far. You can put Toffoli down with Backlund and Coleman, too, if you wanted to. He played in the middle six last year. He didn't really have a sniff on the top line here, given, Mm. you know, that old trio. Can't remember the other two guys' names, but they were really good last year. Mm -hmm. 7.30 start, uh, but as we mentioned in the opener as well, if you haven't been anywhere around the Dome recently and you're planning on driving down and parking right on the grounds... Uh, give yourself some extra time because that construction just north and east of the casino is slowing everything down to an absolute crawl. Just a little. I totally get that pop culture reference. It's a little dated, but it is. Yeah, I like dated pop one. culture yeah, references. It's a, it's a good one. Elsewhere, like, there it is on your <laughs> on your more you know. Yeah. Elsewhere, the same time frame. Elsewhere in the NHL, uh, night started three games, including one in Montreal. The Canadiens hosting the Leafs. Montreal expected to struggle in the Atlantic this season. Toronto expected to be near the top. So why wouldn't this one go against the Leafs? Tied until late. Sean Monaghan scored his first goal as a Canadian with just two and a half minutes left. It looked to be the game winner, but William Nylander would score to tie it just 40 seconds later. Real run and gun to end this one. Suzuki on a broken play, let the shot go. He's trying to get into Copfield. Suzuki's got it back again. Oh, what a shot by Anderson! Drills it from the left circle, and Montreal have regained the lead, and this line is doing it again. The call on the Habs radio network, rough shift for Jake Muzzin. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the highlight, but he, like, blocks two shots, but they're not really, like, blocks. They're more just, like, he eats a puck, and then he gives it away, and... Not good. Uh, 4-3, the final score there. Leafs head coach, Sheldon Keefe, not happy. Well, it was early season sloppiness, but I don't expect that. For everything our team has been through together, that's unacceptable. we got to be way more responsible. But, I mean, there's nothing wrong with our effort. It was, it was just careless. Like I said, I, I expect more. Our group should expect more. Not good enough. Team deserved to lose. Not good enough. Team deserved to lose. Yeah. Unacceptable. I know we, we don't want to break down Leaf stuff too much real quick, and we shouldn't because uh, Flames are having their season opener tonight. 
But from a guy who's on thin ice to begin with, and a lot of people mm-hmm. said maybe should have got fired after another playoff debacle. Yep. Uh, saying the effort and stuff isn't good enough. Well, that's your job, Sheldon, to get this team in the right spot um, to perform and get into the postseason, maybe have a higher seed, have home mice advantage, at least in the first round of the playoffs. But it's tough for them to get up for these games because nobody's going to care what the Leafs do until April, Mar- April, May. Yeah, 100%. Unless they're, you know, out of the postseason. Then it's- Which would be... An incredible story. And then that guy's probably not around. No. Elsewhere, Johnny Gaudreau making his debut with the Jackets opposite Patrick Laine on a line with Boone Jenner at center as they visited Brent Burns and the Hurricanes, which is still weird to see. Um, sounds weird to say as well. Laine scored early, but then he left the game with an upper body injury. Looked to be his right arm. No update after the game from uh, the head coach. And the Hurricanes won that one 4-1. to one. The Bruins are visiting the Capitals. I do wonder if either of these teams will regress this season, which would leave another playoff spot open in the Atlantic. Big season for David Pasternak, a pending UFA. Didn't get extended over the summer. Could walk to free agency after the year. And if he has nights like yesterday, that number is going to be humongous. Jammed it ahead. Zaka waiting. A headman pass. Krejci over the line. Left side. Pasternak is in. Got a shot away. They score! David Pasternak fended off. By Darcy Kemper, but following up, David Krejci, welcome back. What a huge goal. Bruins 4, Capitals 2. The assist for David Pasternak there. A goal and three assists played on an all-check line with David Krejci and Pavel Zaka to start the season. Krejci also had three points in his return to the NHL, while Linus Allmark stopped 33-35. Why why would Pasta stay after this season, right? Because this is it for Bergeron. This is it for Krejci. They're going to one more kick at the can here, and then he's going to look around. Twilight, okay, yeah. Sure. Then what else do they have there in Boston? Taylor Hall going to be the number one guy there? Like, Oh, and that prospect pool that's is... That's what I mean. It's thin. The blue line's actually decent. Yeah. And the goaltending, Swayman actually had a great year last year that nobody talks about. Oh, 100%. The question is, when is he going to take number one from the much higher paid Lanius Allmark? Yeah. And uh, McAvoy's really good, really kind of underrated. On the blue line, like yeah. I just, but gonna be missing for a but while, they, but an outstanding but player. He, and then, but do you want to pay your winger? Do you want to pay a winger on the open market like ten million? Like how much is he gonna get? Well, the tough thing for him is that it's the next off season where the cap is gonna jump, right? So it's not. It could be like Johnny Gaudreau, where he expects to have a dozen teams interested, and market opens, and the phone is just kind of sitting there on the charger, not ringing. Yeah. Elsewhere. Oilers home opener. They were hosting the Canucks. The Oilers dealing with some injuries, so forced to play with only 11 forwards. A sloppy start. The Canucks scored twice in the first two minutes and 40 seconds. But as the game went on, Connor McDavid got better and better and and did Connor McDavid things. Fights his way through the neutral zone and now heads for the net. Backhands it over to McDavid. Wrist shot. Saved him. Go rebound. Score. Connor McDavid second of the game. And Edmonton has its first lead of the night. Three goals, four points. The Oilers score five unanswered. They beat the Canucks 5-3 in the season opener. McDavid, the third player in NHL history with multiple opening day hat tricks. Joining Cam Neely and Brendan Shanahan. He also surpassed 700 career points, becoming the sixth fastest player to do so. You just run out of superlatives when you talk about yep. Connor McDavid. He's awesome. He's incredible. He's the greatest player I've ever seen play. And yeah, he's awesome. He's probably going to win the Hart Trophy. Probably going to win the Art Ross. And he continues to do Connor McDavid things. And uh, RIP my bet on the Canucks money line blowing a 3-1 lead. Thanks, Vancouver. You suck. You jumped in at 3-1, hey? No, no, no. I, be- I bet them. I bet them before the game. They were up 3-1. They gagged that away. Yeah. And I had the Kraken on the money line who blew a 4-2 lead in Anaheim against the Ducks, which I'm sure you'll get to right now. That was an overtime game. The first overtime game of the season. Fun game winner. And a save made by Gibson. He wants to quickly move it ahead to Terry. Terry one-on-one. He's inside on Burakovsky. Backhand score! Troy Terry with the overtime game winner. Couple of tucks for Troy Terry. Looks like he could have another big year. Uh, Seattle heavily outshot Anaheim in this one, but made good on their opportunities. A couple of Calder nominees, uh, perhaps candidates more so than nominees, going head-to-head in this one. Mason McTavish and Matty Beneers both had two points. Uh, were the Ducks missing Sonny Milano last night? Yeah, he wasn't playing yesterday. They they were without him. That was the one <laughs> That was the one spot that they They really were. missed him last yeah, night. Yeah, it really looked like... Trevor Zegras mm. uh, tying the game really missed him on his line last yeah, night. Yeah, and Frankie Vitrano looked... 
miles better than anything Sonny Milano has done. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I just, I don't know why your disdain for Sonny Milano is just... It's not disdain. I'm just laissez-faire. I'm okay. very, relatively right. unimpressed. Okay. Uh, that was it. Oh, and the Blackhawks beat the uh, lost okay. to the Avalanche five I, to two. I've been waiting for this game. Uh, raise the Stanley Cup banner. You were waiting for this one. It was a beat down of the Blackhawks. No, it was five two Avalanche. Yeah, and they beat the Blackhawks team that looks like a joke of a franchise this season. Yeah, but Jack Johnson with his Blackhawks gear was arm in arm with his Avalanche teammates as they raised the banner. Yeah, it was a little weird. I don't know. I was like, whatever. Like, going and playing for Chicago this year is basically a retirement home. Like, okay, okay. If it was Kadri and you're no. like, well, these teams are going to be competitive, I would be like, okay, that's a little bit let, different. Let me let me paint this picture for you. Mm. What if the, heaven forbid, the Oilers won the Stanley Cup mm. and a free agent from Edmonton signed in Calgary and he went and sat in line with this Calgary jersey on? and was arm-in-arm arm with McDavid and Drysaddle while they raised the Stanley Cup banner in Edmonton. Are Chicago and Colorado rivals like that? But Would it matter? Yeah, it would matter. You think if they were, if the Avs and Blackhawks were bitter rivals, he wouldn't have done that? Uh, yeah, like I would I would have a lot more, like, uh, that's the thing. I was like, it's Blackhawks, like, whatever. Okay, fine. Like, and if it was the Blues. It was weird. If it was the, like, if, if they had beaten the Blues in the playoffs, it would be weird. But because it's the Blackhawks and they're such, like, a whatever team this year, I'm yeah. like, whatever. Let All Jack right. Johnson have his cookie. Like, the rest of his year is going to be just the worst. Yeah. He's going to hate this year. Yeah. Let him have his moment with okay. his boys. That's fine. They kept showing him during the video tribute, and he looked so kind of like, oh. Yeah. That was I sweet. chased the money. I'm good. I'm happy, though. Good for Jack Johnson. Uh, we'll switch to the diamond. Two games in the NLCS and one goose. Ducks are very aggressive. I don't know that. I don't. Very aggressive. I don't know. It was a duck. It was a goose. It flew onto the field during the Padres and Dodgers game. To me, it looked like a goose, but everyone said it was a duck. It was all sorts of disoriented. They had to throw a towel on it, hustle them out of the building. I can confirm it's a goose. Wow. Yeah. Patrick Dumas, thank you. De- uh, remember uh, Devlin Hodges, Duck Hodges, the backup quarterback of the Steelers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a hunter, big-time hunter, and he confirmed that it's a goose. Yeah, the wow. next too long. Did, did he want to shoot it? Yeah, he has shot it many times, and he says it's the best-tasting bird out there. Well, okay. the game itself had <laughs> early home runs, <laughs> middle-inning defense, and late-inning drama, and the Dodgers lost 5-3 to the Padres. Elsewhere, the Braves won 3-0. You just said the Dodgers lost to the I think you said the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. The Dodgers. I know. Lost to I'm the like, Padres. What Dodgers? The anyway, Dodgers. sorry. Go ahead. Yesterday, during Elliot's hit on Merrick's show, he said, Wubble you instead of W. It, it was very to cute. All of us. Yeah. It happens to all of it's us. It's fun and whimsical. Like, who hasn't said Wed Wings instead of Red Wings? Or uh, Blanc 182. Yeah. That's true. The ALDS. Your uh, chance to win Blanc 182 <laughs> tickets coming up at 8.30. ALDS has game twos today. 137 Mariners and Astros. Louis Castillo against Valdez for Houston. 5.37. Game two, Guardians and Yankees. It'll be Bieber against Cortez in the pitching matchup. Houston and the Yankees leading their respective series. From the NFL, Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders go tonight. Taking on Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Washington 1-4. and four. Chicago is 2-3. and three. But what about Devontae Adams of the Las Vegas Raiders? I almost yep. said Oakland. Charged with misdemeanor assault. Oh, uh, my God. An intentional overt act that inflicted bodily injury. Ryan Zebley, the man who was shoved, in air quotes, suffered whiplash, a whiplash! headache, and a Sorry. possible minor concussion from of the course. incident. Poor so, guy. apparently, uh, Devontae Adams has been permanently banned from the world, the worlds of fun. What's the worlds of fun? It's the biggest amusement park in the Midwest. What? Yeah. They uh, just banned him? And you know who owns that amusement park? Who? The Hunts, who own the Kansas City Chiefs. <gasps> banned! Wow. They are not Forever. happy. Uh, I know there's uh, a couple things, because not really much to talk about, about commanders and bears. Uh, two more things before we go. We got to sure. run. Uh, Giselle Bunchin. Yes. Uh, we know that there's a public divorce or what's going on between her and Tom Brady. Uh, she liked to post yesterday. She did the praying emoji. No, no, no. You can't be in a committed relationship. This is the post she liked. With someone who is inconsistent with you. Read that again. I don't know. What does that mean? You can't be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent with you. Read that again. 
and she liked that pope. So Tom Brady likes football more than he likes Giselle. He's didn't we already didn't we already know that? I thought so. And real quick, uh, you know the protester who went on the field, uh, smoke bomb. He, he got ch- like got he, he clocked by Bobby Wagner. But what's forgot? He chose to do this. Yes, and, and ran on the field. He trespassed. Yeah, there's consequences for your actions. So apparently, he did suffer a concussion from that Bobby Wagner yeah, hit, which is helmet surprising. to helmet, and no, that duh. like smoke bomb thing he had. Apparently he suffered burns. Yeah, that because, burned his face. Yeah, he got burns from it. Because and they apparently pushed him on thing. top of it and it burned his face. Yeah, apparently uh, he suffered a concussion, among other injuries. He also has a burn on his arm, apparently due to the incendiary advice he carried on the field. So apparently that's adding on to his um, lawsuit thing. He's so that helps his Bobby claim Wagner. that he was right. holding a flaming right. grenade right. and then jumped onto the plane Correct. surface. And suffered a concussion. And guys went, okay, yeah. right Disturbed on. Disturbed the entire world who's watching the game. Yeah. But now it's Bobby Wagner's fault for hitting him and burning himself with the flare that he was on the field with. I can't say the words that I'm thinking of using for said individual on the radio. Okay. That's all I got. Great job. Uh, and good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, the Rose Report brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Straight ahead, Frank Saravalli. Talk about the Flames and Avalanche season opener. Our NFL bag be- best bets. Your chance to win an incredible piece of sports memorabilia. And then we're having like a legitimate giveaway. Uh, we're giving away Flames tickets to the opener tonight against the Avs down at the Dome. You got to be able to go. Woo-hoo! Like, make sure you can go. We don't want, we want to give away the tickets to somebody who's actually going to go there, get in line to get a free beer too. I know where the seats are. I'm the- going to come, f- I'm not going to come find you, but I'll look. Oh, you'll look. And I'll see that you're there. You'll look from like the press, press box, box like a sniper? Yeah, I keep okay. binoculars for that. Oh, because you're a creeper? Well, mostly because it's hard to see from McMahon, all the guys in the in the the scrums but yeah also creeper okay okay creeper too do you have one of those binoculars like from the theater (laughs) that you just pull up that's it's got like 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 i'm at at the derby yeah yeah. you're just looking like oh yes nice play jonathan excellent pass all right no they're just from there we're super late here oh we gotta run frank servali next big oh those are nice there you go i can see you from here yeah okay it's the big show russick and rose sports at 960 the fan